What's going on, everybody? I wanted to do a quick episode today on um, National Signing Day for volleyball. So yesterday was National Signing Day. You probably saw a bunch of posts of friends or other volleyball players you follow who have signed their letters of intent to different colleges that they're going to be playing for. And I just wanted to make a quick podcast to kind of discuss two things about this, right? The first one is how exciting of a time it is, right? Um, anyone that is signing their letters of intent, it is a, an accumulation of all the hard work that you have put in as an athlete, um, all the time spent in the gym, in the weight room, uh, at tournaments, waking up early. All of that has come to a close where you are now going to play at the next level. And that's very exciting stuff. Welcome to the Volleyball University podcast, where we discuss all things that can help you become a better volleyball player, both on and off the court. We'll cover a variety of topics, which include skill work, mental performance, volleyball IQ, nutrition, and anything else that can help you make progress as an athlete. We don't and never will run ads for this podcast, and the goal is to educate and inspire you as a player so that you can keep pushing the progress forward. On the other end of the spectrum are the athletes who did not sign the letters of intent. So you are seeing others kind of doing what you wanted to do, or maybe you're playing in college, but you're not playing in the, the school that you wanted to go to. And like, we don't really talk about those people a lot. So I'm going to spend a little bit of time talking about those athletes uh, and give you a little bit different perspective on how I think you should think about things, right? So for many of you, I understand you might be very sad or frustrated um, about not getting to be where you want to be in terms of where you want to play. Um, but like I said, I'm going to offer a different perspective for you today and hopefully I can change your mind a little bit. So here's kind of what I want to say about it, and um, hopefully I can make you feel better about it. And there's a quote that goes, uh, you know, comparison is the thief of joy, right? So when you compare yourself to others, and you see what others have that you don't, you're most likely not going to feel good about yourself, right? So you want to avoid comparing yourself to others if you can. Um, but instead of just like kind of avoiding comparing, you can also add on things, right? The other thing I like is that the giver of joy is something called gratitude, right? Comparison is the thief of joy. Gratitude is the giver of joy. When you take a moment to kind of think about all the things that you do have, typically you feel better about yourself afterwards and you're in a better mood. So let's just start with this. If you are playing somewhere next year or eventually in college and it's not the college that you want to play at or the school you want to play at, you could just be grateful that you are playing somewhere else and you are continuing your career and going to continue playing volleyball. There's a lot of athletes that don't even get to play volleyball, right? I put up a post today, or I shared a post about how 7% of high school athletes even get to play in college. So if you are in that 7%, you are like on the lower end, right? You are like a rarity that you, are complaining, that you can play in college. Even just the fact that you made it to your high school varsity team or on your 18s club team and made it that far is in itself something that is rare as well. Like there's so many players that get cut as freshmen, as sophomores, or as juniors who don't get to continue their volleyball journey because they weren't good enough quite yet. But you made that cut, right? So just being grateful for that and the time that you got from that is something that should make you feel better about it right now. Now my second part of this podcast or message I want to put out is that if you are someone that is going to a school that you maybe wasn't your first choice, this message is kind of for you, right? Let's say you want to play D1 because everyone wants to play D1 for like the status symbol and it just means so much to be that. 
and I get it because you know I coach a lot of kids and I can see how important it is to them. But you ended up going to like a D3 school or an NAI school or, or something like that. Here's the first thing I want to point out is that there are programs out there in the D3 level or NAI level that are better than D1 programs, right? Like D1 doesn't mean you are like top tier. Now, obviously, the top tier D1 teams are, are stacked. That's going to be like the best talent in the nation. But if you compare all the D1 schools, like the bottom D1 schools, mid-tier D1 schools, they can compete or, or the NAI schools or D3 schools, D2, they can compete with them no problem, right? They're on the same level for the most part in terms of talent. So you don't want to think that D1 means you are like better because it's not always the case. To add on to that, you also got to think long-term, right? Like how long do you plan to play volleyball for? If you're playing for just the four years in college and you're going to be done, then maybe it matters more, right? For someone like me, I played like in college, club volleyball, and then I plan to play more afterwards and I still play. I'm 33 now and I continue to play. And the thing is like, I've gotten to a point now where I keep playing and I have competed against players that have played D1 programs and beaten them, right? They beat me too sometimes, right? But like, it doesn't set your value as a volleyball player. Like the school you go to doesn't determine your value as a volleyball player. Right, because if you continue to play, eventually you're gonna catch up to those D1 players that went to those schools above you, right? Even if you went to like a JUCO school or an NAI school, you can compete with them later on. Or you can even transfer, right? I've coached players that have gone to a D3 school and they transfer to a D1 school. So your journey is not over based on that. And that's just something that you should keep you should keep in mind to make you feel better about it too. And then just the last point I wanna make, if you love playing volleyball. Um, and you don't get into a, a recruited program where you're actually playing on an actual college team like D1 through D3 or whatever, you have other options too. Okay, there's two options for you. <clears throat> the first one is club volleyball. Okay, this is what I played. So I graduated high school in 2008. There are very few men's programs um, at that time, so I wasn't going to get recruited to play anywhere. I'm a 5'8 setter. Um, but I went to UIC and I played club volleyball there. And I developed a lot as a player playing club volleyball. And I, I learned this new world. It's actually called, there's NCVF, right? That's, you can look it up, NCVF. It's club volleyball. All the big schools will have it. And there's some good club volleyball teams out there. They have a nationals tournament every year. It's less commitment. You practice two to three times a week. You still get to play volleyball. You still get to meet friends playing volleyball. And I think it's a great option for anyone going to college that wants to continue to play volleyball. Right. The Big Ten schools, for example, usually have very competitive teams uh, and you can probably get high level volleyball playing. Uh, and like I said, it's just another option for you. So just because you didn't get recruited doesn't mean you have to stop playing when you go to college. Furthermore, even from that, if you do go to college, a lot of them will have intramurals volleyball. And yes, maybe the level won't be where you're used to, depending on where you go, because there actually is some pretty good intramural volleyball as well. But you get to still play, and if you actually play in high school for real, you're most likely going to be one of the best players, which is also kind of fun, right? So, um, again, if you go to college and you're not there to play on the actual team, you have club volleyball you can do, and you have intramurals you can do. If you really love playing the sport just for the joy of it, just for being able to meet who, the people that you meet and, and all that, then you will just continue to play. But, yeah, I just wanted to make a quick podcast on that, a quick rant, if you, if you so want to call it. Uh, and just to recap, 
Congratulations to everyone that signed their letters of intent yesterday. I'm really happy for you because I know what kind of work goes into that. Um, not just for you, but for like your parents being involved or your, the coaches that have had uh, time with you to help you become better. So that's a great thing. You should celebrate that. I celebrate that. Uh, and then to the athletes who, who maybe were sad yesterday because you didn't get to where you wanted to get to, hopefully this podcast at least made you feel better about it. Uh, and like I said, comparison is the thief of joy, but gratitude is the giver of joy. So just keep those things in mind. Uh, have a good day, and uh, I'll catch you guys on the next one.